Hello, welcome to Netflix Landfill, the official podcast of eating way too much meat. I'm Benjamin Sutton. I'm Rob Floods. What? Why do you keep leaving such a long pause? I no, that was you. You you fucked up. The the, the audio was like the the network connection fucked up. So you you sped up as soon as you finished. I I said on my end, I'm sorry, but that's how the internet works. No, this is it's a rude. Not. It's a, such a such a rude welcome back. The internet is the... faster than the speed of light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it should it should uh, come through instantly. I just, like, the reason we've not recorded in a while is because I've not had internet in this. I've moved flat, so I've not really had good internet. Now I've got good internet, so it should be fucking rapid. So you shouldn't. Yeah. It, like you should hear me speak before I hear me speak. Yeah. Oh man, that would be. That'd be great. I'd just, just, uh, I don't know, t- telekinesis your thoughts into my brain, basically, through the power of the internet. Well, that, fantastic. That is a thing. It's like um, if you stand at the bottom of Big Ben, you listen to like the radio to listen to like the dongs. What's the official word? But from Big Ben, it's you hear it on the radio before you hear it from the actual bell. So it could, could be like that. Speed Wait, of light speed of sound. Yeah, well, it's just because going through the radio is going at the speed of light, but... Oh, oh if you're in a particular kind of but distance even at, from... Well, just even at the bottom of the tower. Like, you'll yeah. hear it through the radio quicker than you... Before you hear it from the actual bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physics, ah. mate, physics. Ah. Damn, man. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Um, how are you doing anyway, Rob? I'm doing okay. So, uh, well, I... I Man, I uh, I had a bit. I got fucking uh, <laughs> I got fucking nicotine poisoning <laughs> since I last saw you. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, those fucking like Zin, those those. So there's these like um, you saw me use them. Yeah, they're, I saw you like, chewing uh, nicotine gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so not no, because you're addicted gum. to smoking. No, it's not nicotine gum. It's an entirely different thing. It's it's like a. It's 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 like chewing tobacco, bush, uh, but like nicotine and fresh and ooh, and it's all Swedish and Scandinavian. I was like, uh, I had a friend who uh, had them, and uh, he was just like, yeah, they're fun. Who gives a fuck? And I was like, yeah, that's something I can get behind. Uh, and I was um, I was walking through fucking Sainsbury's, pretty drunk, pretty twisted, and uh, I thought, yeah, this is this is pretty funny. I'm gonna buy them. Uh, and then when I started drinking again, when you were here, I uh, I was like, yeah, let me fucking uh, let me let me uh, let me pop one in, whilst watching Eric Andre's fucking reality prank film, whatever the fuck it was. Bad um, trip. Yeah, bad trip. I had a bad trip. Yeah, I, bad I had trip like, on nicotine. So I won. Gun. I had one, and it, no, nicotine pouch, man. I'm not going to explain it again. It's nick and, it. Uh, it, it. You chew it. Do you swallow yeah. it? No. Yeah. Do you chew it? It's in a you bag. don't swallow it. It's gum. It's chewing gum. No, but it? but but it's 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 not chewing gum. I disagree. I I. It's like if you're chewing on a tea bag. It's like a tea bag of nicotine. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, I had two of these, and like, but but just like just after you left, I could not begin to describe how fucking terrible I felt. Like, uh, I was, like, feeling tired or whatever, and then towards the end, like, my 
uh, my fingers started getting numb. I had like an like like tingly, like my legs felt weird. My my like I was had an upset stomach for like two days on two of these, and these are like the low nicotine. It's the equivalent of smoking like fucking. It was the equivalent of smoking like four cigarettes across two hours. And uh, I guess that's quite a lot if you're a non-smoker. I smoke I occasionally. I wouldn't say I smoke cigars. I very occasionally smoke cigars. And, like, I haven't had that problem. So I don't know if it was just, like, the, uh, the, like, lime, lemon and lime flavoring fucked me up or something or however it worked. But, yeah, I just felt like an absolute pussy. I felt like, um, I felt like when you get, like, a third, when, if you, like, discover your 13-year-old child smoking and you force them to smoke an entire pack of cigarettes and, until they feel shit. I felt like I've learned that lesson at 26 years old after having two cigarettes i feel like such an unfathomable pussy <laughs> imagine actually doing that like, to your I just, kid. yeah i think I'd, I'd do it to my kid i feel like that's i think that's the right level of lesson to like yeah. make them sick uh harming your kid is fine if they learn a lesson yeah uh yeah I'm but a little that is pathetic. You know that's pathetic, right? I know it's pathetic. Getting I know it's absolutely... Yeah. I, I threw it out. I threw it I was like, I can't... I'm zin sick. I'm fucking... I can't handle the zin. <laughs> the zine, whatever the fuck it is. The Swedish fucking lied to me, man. It's Look, all Scandinavian I, and fresh air. I, I don't drink alcohol because I'm a pussy. And even I think you're a bit of a pussy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm also enjoying a lovely, refreshing lager beer. No, that's just offensive. So, I'm on um, I'm on orange and pineapple squash in a Sports Direct oh mug because I just don't give a fuck about horrible <laughs> capitalistic tendencies. Yeah, it's, um, it's like Sports anyway, Direct. How, how are you living in your hovel? I heard I've heard that they like what they beat their workers. I don't know something like that. Oh, the. the they just sort of underpay them, and there's like they don't give them proper breaks. So there's a story of like. Someone was so scared of like losing their job, um, it, instead of getting time off, they they worked like whilst they were pregnant, and they gave birth in like the stock room. Oh my god! Yeah, and That's... you don't get like toilet breaks and stuff. Oh my god! That's fucking yeah. You hear about like Amazon workers like pissing in bottles and stuff. So I don't know if in the Sports Direct warehouse. There's pissing in massive Sports Direct mugs. I reckon, I it, I reckon it's way better at Amazon than it is at Sports Direct. Yeah. Just because there'll be I like be, I, I, have, I have no idea of the relative like. They Amazon put out those adverts that are clearly propaganda of uh, people working in their warehouse, and it looks great. So. Who am I to to think that Amazon yeah. would lie to me? Um, but I think yeah. Do you see the fucking? Uh, did you see that they had a uh, they had a patent? They put through a patent for like a you know the way there's like robots whizzing around the thing. Have you seen those videos where they like they have the robots in the warehouse that like pick up the boxes? They or they're kind of like they're kind of like Roombas. But then they can't kind of elevate their bodies off the ground. I don't think I have. No. From a... oh, okay. Well, they have these robot things and they have these robot tracks. And for uh, like they they put they basically patented um, 
sort of a human rideable one of those, but it's just, it's, it's a cage. It's a cage on wheels with a joystick, two joysticks, one to like control it around and one that operates like a fucking, like a claw from it so you can pick things up and work. Just the idea of going to the Amazon warehouse to get into your fucking cage for a 10 hour shift or whatever. I don't know if there's anything more soul crushing than that. Just piss in the cage. Just someone was thinking, yeah. Oh no, then you get you have to stay in the cage. That's the price Uh, to pay. But just yeah, just the 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 idea of. Oh man, oh man. Um, Uh, That that that's what the future is going to be. uh, It's going to be people controlling robots to do it, and then eventually the AI gets good enough where we don't need people to control it. Yeah, I mean, who knows if that'll happen? I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting all my money on Elon Musk just yet. Nah, do it. Yeah. He loves. Yeah. Has he done? He feels like he's done must have done something crazy recently. You're more in tune with it than uh, I am. Not really. I don't know if he's done anything crazy. Yeah. He, he Neuralink, one of his companies, released a. Um, a video of a monkey playing ping pong with their mind. Hmm. Oh, not ping pong, pong. The like oh. thing. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, he had a monkey like sucking on a tube of like blended banana and learning how to use uh, his mind to throw like a cursor on a screen and then uh, playing a bit of pong. That's cool. Or is it? Or does that yeah, mean the apes are guy, about to take over? Fucking, I don't know. It could be planned of the apes. A guy fucking, he, uh, he, like the scientist is watching and he pairs the, the like Neuralink thing is Bluetooth enabled. So he pairs his phone to the monkey's brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> just as a sentence. That's like, what? <laughs> and now we pair our phone to the monkey's brain, to the cerebral cortex of this simian. And uh, yeah, and just watches it. Yeah, just plays pong. See, I I love shit like that. Uh, and like people always like, oh, it's, it's too black mirror. But like, what if it just goes right? What if it is just a bloody good laugh? Yeah, what if it works out? Yeah. Like, what if the fucking simulation or the the singularity happens and we just upload our minds to the cloud and life's fucking grand. That well, is a possibility. Exactly. It could happen. Well, this is my, uh, like, I've done, done stand-up about it. I've, like, talk of, like, literature storytelling in terms, especially in terms of science, is that if you just tell a story where it all goes right, it's not an interesting story. But the problem is the people writing or cautionary tale, Jurassic Park. Oh, Maybe we shouldn't play God. Bad. And we all know Jurassic Park. There was just it was it. Your mic keeps cutting out. Oh fuck! No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yeah, it did then. But I bet it doesn't. It might do. I think yeah. I need a new mic. Now, Maybe now, well, start again. You were, you were. Stand up. <laughs> you were doing stand up about how if everything goes right. It isn't a good story. Yeah, I'm not going to edit. I can't be Go asked on. to edit this. Who, ca- on, who gives back. a fuck? 
back in it. Um, Netflix film, man. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, oh, man. <laughs> just, you know, Jurassic Park, Frankenstein, these people don't know shit. Um, yeah. Mary Shelley can get in the bin. Uh, the thing about the the thing about the monkey though that was kind of weird was that um, like the the re- the the what was making the cursor move was he was like holding a joystick and like he learns to control the cursor with the joystick and then they unplug the joystick and like the Neuralink learns that like oh these are the neurons that fire when I the monkey moves the lever upwards. So that's what up is. And same for down, same for left, same for right. But it isn't making like a particularly convincing case that this is necessary when like the monkey is just controlling an unplugged joystick. It's like, it's a lot of efforts to have surgery on a monkey's brain. And so far, like you can achieve the exact same thing by just plugging in the joystick. You know, that's how far they've gotten with it. So uh, maybe it's a while yet before we hit the singularity. What what happens if you do just start playing Spotify in the monkey's brain? Yeah, I don't know. Play, uh, play a bit of Last Ketchup. <laughs> Watch the monkey go crazy. Yeah. I said, hey, uh-huh, uh-hey. Now we'll get sued if I do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of animals, fish are animals, maybe, kind of, I don't know. Um, that was a horrible segue. Yeah, it's good enough. It's good enough. Um, I mean, it, admittedly, it's good enough, and we should start talking about seaspiracy, but I just want to let you know, that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. We could have... Why? Well, we they the, aren't animals. We had the opportunity with Sports Direct and Amazon to go with the whole capital animals fucking half of everything is an animal i mean that's uh, not true but it, it could be could be could be true um yeah man what did you think of seaspiracy the netflix original documentary examining the effects of overfishing uh and just how fishing is shit generally how it's generally shit for the people fishing for the fish that are fished and for the fish that aren't supposed to be fished, but are fished. Yeah, so I think we, we sort of have talked about it, but and I think my views are the same as yours, been like, this is a really interesting topic that I don't know a lot about with some interesting stuff in there, but I fucking hate the documentary just because the main guy seems like such a smarmy, up-his-own-ass cunt. And like, yeah, I you know humans doing massive damage to the planet massive damage to the ocean i'm like I, i'm on your side mate but you just seem like a prick yeah uh yeah i'm basically i'm basically on on the same boat um the like uh i thought it was, i thought i think it's interesting from kind of two, two levels it's kind of interesting from like uh or like i'd say three levels it's interesting as a like I like I learned like I, I wouldn't say I knew fishing was bad I knew like fucked up things happened I knew I have a friend in the navy so I knew like illegal fishing was a thing was bad all this stuff um however it is good to have it all sort of 
collected and coalesced into like a single one and a half hour thing and you sort of, you know, it, it has a narrative and it makes sense. It's interesting from that level. It's interesting kind of as like, yeah, like kind of propaganda where it's like, there are definitely things missing from it. Like, despite the emphasis on like fishing and fisheries and stuff like that, they don't interview a fishery scientist. And so there's people who claim that like, yeah, no, don't worry, we've got this shit under control. And like there are papers and journals and stuff that publish in this area. And they're just nowhere to be seen. Like someone who could defend sort of sustainable fishing or anything just doesn't appear. And so it's interesting there. And it's also kind of interesting from like, yeah, there's this idea of like uh, having a point and just fucking it up with the way you present it. And just how th there's, there's this kind of, um, you know, I, I think it, you can apply this to a lot of things, how a lot of people feel like they're sort of, um, you know, they're morally correct about a certain topic. And I think, you're, you know, they feel like morally strongly about something. And so they are just willing to lie or just be a kind of, yeah, a bit of a dick or cunt to like mold things into this narrative. And when things they don't really maybe fully line up and it kind of causes this disconnect. But I think it's kind of obvious to anyone else like looking outside in. But I don't know how obvious it is to Ali, uh, the director, that's like, um, I mean, well, I mean, I suppose we'll talk about this in um, just in sequence because it touches on a few things. But like the interview sections in this are like, I don't know how anyone could watch some of these interviews and not go like, oh, there's a fucking, there's like a hack job. That, like these interviews are hack jobs. Like they're like extremely leading questions, extremely obviously edited, pared down, uh, like extremely unflattering to the, uh, and like just like very obviously unfair on the people being interviewed. Um, in just, uh, with the exception of maybe one woman who kind of freaks out a little, uh, Bush. Yeah, and so it's on those like, levels I, so yeah it's kind of it, it it was interesting but then it also made me mad a little yeah it's it's definitely one of those things where like so i get yeah so so ali's is it ali the name of like the narrator is like director documentarian kind of thing where it, because it's the problem with it is it's not like him going in as an unbiased person trying to find out things been like hey fishing's interesting isn't it let's find out more the documentary starts with him like calling up someone essentially like he's wearing he's wearing a t-shirt that says straws in like yeah, the jaws, jaws font shirt, yes yeah uh, uh with like plastic in the ocean and stuff whilst he rings up um I can't remember who he rings up, but some like fast food uh, person. It's just you know, just some poor girl on the phone being like, "Hello," and he's just like, "You're fucking disgusting for using plastic straws in the right." And she hangs up, and he's like, "What the fuck? Why would they hang up on me?" And I was just yeah, like, "Exactly, because you're that, being that, an asshole." That sort of thing happens frequently. In the there's yeah. like um, there's another moment where he just walks into a building and is like, "Yeah, can we even interview him?" I'm doing a thing on a. F overfishing and I want to talk to you guys and they're like no we don't it was in Japan and he's like talking to someone who's like 
I imagine English is like their second language or, and they, they're like, you don't grant interviews to anyone. And they were like, no. And he's like, how fucking, and it's, you know, presented like, oh my God, they don't talk do interviews with anyone. How fucking crazy is that? But it's like, I think it's just a Japanese woman. I think it's just a Japanese woman who maybe didn't fully understand what you said. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's like, <laughs> Because obviously they're focused on like Japan and East Asia and stuff. So when you, they're speaking like broken English and things, it's quite easy to be like, say, well, they were clearly just being a dick when they probably just didn't understand <laughs> what you were saying. Yeah. So the film it it starts with, um, it it starts with um, talking about plastic in the oceans. And focusing on that, and um, it's it sort of he tries to present himself as an unbiased sort of how oh I was focusing on plastic in the oceans and I stumbled onto this, but I think that's just it's very obviously there are very obvious lies in this uh, thing as well, like to do with the narrative, to do with the idea of being followed and things like that are just they're very obviously lies. Like it's not <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, there, there's the, the actual content of the fishing information appears more factual, although there are things that are definitely wrong. Um, but in terms of, yeah, like, go, but then, to, uh, he, so starts with plastic, then he's like, oh, but there's whales showing, uh, being fished up or being uh, washed up with stomachs full of plastic. But uh, I, through this, I started thinking about the whaling industry in Japan. And so I go over to Japan where there's a little cove where they herd a bunch of dolphins in, and whales maybe as well, and kill them. Um, and it, there, this sort of uh, starts the like, um, just just like lies sort of about the general narrative, where uh, there's like the police pull them over, and it's presented as like. Oh, like the, the the police will follow you. He he talks to a guy from some hippie vegan group, and they're like, the yakuza will have cameras on you. They'll put cameras in your hotel room. They'll put cameras in your television. You're watching television. There's a camera in there. I was like, this is clearly like the BBC talks about this thing. Like, just obviously fucking bullshit. Like, you know, my first world country, Japan. Like, they don't give a fuck. The Japanese just do not give a fuck <laughs> yeah, what the they... world has to say about. <laughs> Yeah, like this is just bull like it's just obviously bullshit. And so they get pulled over and it's like clearly supposed to be um uh you know, trying to feed into this narrative, but the guys are just asking like, Can we have your information? This is a rental. Okay, cool, you're on holiday? Okay, cool. Okay, go on. And that's it. And that's supposed to sort of feed this like conspiracy theory they're recording from like a a, a bunch of bushes and they're like, because the police was, you know, the police are following us, man. The police are following us. Well, there's not. Like, they're just not. <laughs> you just show nothing that, like, even vaguely is evidence that you're being followed. You're just sort of throwing this out there. Um, and that's, that, and so it's like that stuff, even though, like, I don't know how much point there is in murdering a bunch of dolphins. Uh, I, the, the, the film claims that they don't eat dolphin. They do eat dolphin in Japan. They, they eat like all seafood in Japan. You can get anything there, um, and they do eat dolphin, so that's bullshit. But um, it's just like 
Well, like just all this stuff around it is just obvious lies. <laughs> and it sort of really, really dilutes from the, the main point, in my opinion. Yeah. Like I, I, I could definitely be sympathetic to, you know, they're killing a bunch of dolphins. Oh, that seems kind of shit a little. But just working all this stuff in, um, afterwards they go to a dockyard and they're like crouching behind a corner taking pictures like, oh my God, this is just a regular dockyard. We thought we were going to a super secret one, but this is actually just catching bluefin tuna, wash. And he's like crouching down, hidden. It's like, there's workers like walking past seeing you. You're just fucking lying. <laughs> You're just fucking lying about like how secretive and just some god kid running around the dockyard. <laughs> imagine, imagine being a Japanese fisherman and seeing that shit. Just like, oh, I don't have to put. You shouldn't have to put up with that sort of bullshit. That uh, would have been a better documentary. It's like we said this about Bad Trip as well. It'd been like it'd be more interesting to watch them, like film it than the actual thing mm. itself. Yeah, um, like if if like if what happens in this film is like true, like there's so much more interesting stuff about just general corruption in the fishing industry not like so much about the the fishing itself but the corruption and the governance of it but they just show nothing that even comes close to it there's one point where um they claim like we're being followed and they just show like a a montage of like policemen like walking down the street just cars like driving past them you know police cars like not even with their sirens on or just driving past and then like a guy like walking behind a door like catching being seeing that he's on camera and just going like oh fuck i don't want to be recorded and just walking out of frame and that's like their evidence that like yeah we're being followed by the fucking the the whatever the japanese cia is they're they're on our fucking case right now yeah um that's crazy but it's the sort of thing even if that were all true right it it's like such a weird thing for me to kind of be sympathetic to your cause but me almost want to go the other way just because i hate ha- you so much yeah <laughs> like, and i don't i don't really eat fish not through moral things i, I like I, I just have that thing where i don't like eating fish um so but my my flatmate as well is like pescatarian and saw me watch like the end of it um so he doesn't eat meat he only eats fish and he was just like this fucking guy because <laughs> my flatmate is like oh i'm it says he's vegetarian but eats like loads of fish um and also says he's vegetarian he's like we've got mice in our flat because it's edinburgh um and he's just like obsessed with like killing these mice so, and like they're not even even that bad. The reason we have mice is because he's a brewer and he left a bag of grain in a cupboard, <laughs> and then was like, it's "Oh, I like can't believe evil reason for having right from having mice." I can't, I can't believe we've got mice in Edinburgh when I left a bag of grain in my cupboard. Um, and then like he did that, and then was like hired a guy who had a shotgun license to kill these mice i was just with like the shotgun no 
Oh man! Imagine. Oh, you mentioned he had the shotgun license. He was just—he oh, was just uh, so excited. He had a shotgun license. I was like, "Why? I would be. I would be. Why does a pest controller in Edinburgh need a shotgun license?" So this guy arrived. Because uh, I'm like, I was at home, and he's just like, he's in like stained beige fleece, like stained beige joggers, but then like brand new pristine Nike Air Maxes. Which is just a look I respect. That's drip, um, man. But he just, he just scared me. I found him a <laughs> scary man. He just like said, "Oh, he do kills I have for to? a living." I know. Of course, he does kill for a living. But he, he said, "Oh, I'll, um, do, do I have to wear a mask?" And I was like, "Ah, it's probably fine." And he was like, "Oh, you're a bloody legend." And I'm like, "This guy's definitely queuing on conspiracy guy." <laughs> he just looked the part. Yeah, man. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, it feels like the mask orthodoxy is, uh, at least in my, I don't know, uh, is, is dying out a little, at least from what I've observed from going to my Tesco and my Sainsbury's. I see more people just being like, I mean, fuck it, and just walking in completely barefaced. Um, maybe they might be vaccinated or something and they're just like, I don't care or whatever. But uh, from an outsider's perspective, you can't really, you don't know who's vaccinated or not. Yeah. So it just looks like more people are just kind of not giving a fuck and in, just walking in, in. In big shops, I think people are still doing it and things, but in the corner shop, I think no one cares. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, so it's just the thing. I think that's the whole thing with this documentary is just that super biased kind of thing. Would they make really... There is some interesting points in that. And then it ends with, like, some quack. Kind well, of I don't know if I'd call them quacks, but it ends with an advertisement. It ends with an advertisement for a seafood vegan product, for like a mock seafood product. If you saw that. Um, maybe. Yeah, it ends with just like, um, like basically like I'm going to this lab and just this like company is getting like free advert there's something that in like a sort of an actual documentary would be seen as like really bad just walk into a just sort of give a company sort of free publicity like they're making vegan products yeah but um a-okay by this documentary standards um but there's there's a guy who's like you wrote um how not to die and was just like yes. eating and it's just like so biased he's like eating fish will kill you yeah it will fucking you'll die of mercury poisoning 100 percent um but again there's no like rival dietitian and things it's, it only presents one view and pass it off as facts and you sort of read around it and there's no you know that there, there, there is especially with like science around that kind of thing with biological stuff there is often debate around these things and a, a, a fish do have mercury but the the level in a different species of fish vary so wildly yeah um, yeah like uh, it could be tested for mercury and isn't like isn't there mandatory mercury testing almost certainly like i'm 99 percent sure there is um i like yeah. es- especially in like britain and europe maybe things change with the, like the tories just like what is safety a little bit but like britain's food standards i think are pretty damn good like it's pretty hard to get like sick from meat 
yes. and stuff in the um, UK. The, the rate of food poisoning in America is something like a hundred times higher than like any other Western country. But um, like the, yeah. the standards are pretty, pretty good in yeah, the I Western imagine, world, like, except for America. Yeah, I imagine most of Europe, it's pretty. It's like EU law will be pretty good on that kind of thing. Um, because yeah. like that's the thing with like i guess europe is like there's been plagues for centuries where just like people died oh maybe we should not eat raw meat or drink water that's green and stuff like that yeah the Um, guy did you know when uh some guy like worked out that uh uh like this was in like the 15th century maybe 16th century i don't know a while back hundreds of years ago some guy i think a british guy discovered that uh so a lot of women were dying in childbirth and um like dying from infections after childbirth and uh some guy discovered like oh hey if you wash your hands doctors this doesn't happen and doctors like took it as like they got like offended by it they were like oh it's our fault it's our fault because our hands aren't clean enough as they just refused to do it <laughs> i don't know just in terms of like safety stuff and i don't know Oh, that, I mean, that reminds me of that story. Is it is it sort of a good point of like um, it, it applies studies on like an anti-vaxxers, like the way you get through to them is you don't just come into it with a superiority complex and be like I'm better than you, so do this, which is kind of the problem with this documentary, um, where you know you can it's a pretty strong argument, you know they're right about a lot of the things they talk about, but just to do it in such a way it it, it like, you know, bristles your yeah, feathers and things. Exactly. And like, actually, no, I am going to fucking eat a fish. And I go down yeah. to a pond now. I'm going to rip a goldfish out of the water and I'm going to snort it up my nostrils. Yeah. I uh, saw one of the one of the uh, guys uh, in this, uh, one of the guys interviewed. He was like, okay, people have problems with the tone of the film, but is there anything wrong with the facts of it? And like, well, yes, there's a few things. There's things that are bullshit. Um, they say that like the oceans will be empty by 2048. And that's just like a bullshit study. The authors of the study were like, oh no, we fucked this up. This is wrong. Uh, ignore what they said and like publish a later study. Like it's wrong. Um, and there's other things that are like highly misleading. Like just sort of like really, really uh, misleading like that. But um like the idea that you can't criticize, and this is something you hear in other places, the idea that you, you can't criticize tone, like exactly for the reason that you said. Like tone is literally everything to do with an argument that isn't like just the, the actual, like factual content of it. That's what tone is. Tone's everything else. And so the idea that like, that it's beyond criticism, it's like, no, people will tune out your argument. You know, if you want to get your point across to people, doing it in this sort of the, the sort of a uh, an- annoying way this film does is yeah. like bad. For every for, like, I'm sure there's a a lot of people who um were convinced by it, and I suppose that's kind of good. It's kind of good if you see through the tone, in a way. But um, you know, I saw like the New York Times had like a pretty fucking critical article, being like, "This guy's fucking just fuck this guy." Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I mean that that that's the problem. Is like, yeah, pe- people sort of that because they really do. This guy clearly wants to change people's 
opinions and things, which you know is is it's a noble cause, and I don't agree with everything about it, but like there is good stuff in there, there's interesting stuff in there, but you're just gonna put people off, and I showed you that like like because Prince Philip's died this week, and then just people like celebrating, and I showed you the, like the, the Eric Andre meme of him shooting Hannibal of just like. And it's this common thing with the left. It's like, why does everyone keep voting conservative? I don't understand. What's up with these fucking racist bigots? And I'm like, that's why they're not voting for yeah. you. Because yeah. you keep calling them say, racist did. bigots. Yeah, I'd say I agree with what you just said there, but I didn't. I did not vibe with the as a as a staunch anti-royalist. I did not vibe. Well, with yeah, well, that, pro that, pro. But of course, I. Well, that's the, 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 the anti-royal uh, it goes down better in Ireland I think. yeah <laughs> but like that's that's the thing is like being anti-royal is a pretty valid like thing to be like it's you know should be massively questioned that we just let this family born into wealth and, and privilege somehow have power inside our country like that's mental like if you look mm-hmm. at it from the, the face of it like that should be criticised but then celebrating like Philip's death isn't going to change royalists minds is the thing yeah um, um. so there's yeah there's just a huge issue with like tone and, and stuff um one of the other like criticisms of it although I think you can make an argument this is a bit harsher but I think it still stands up is like there's a lot of stuff it sort of misses out and I think Especially because a lot of the focus is on East Asia, but then trying to like change habits of the West. But there's not a lot of stuff about fishing in the West, apart from like salmon farms in Scotland. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like is like don't eat fish because of Japanese whalers, which yes, like that does. Yeah, one thing that was highlighted was um, uh, um. I thought it was good was talking about how like European and Chinese um they don't mention the Chinese but it's European and Chinese uh fishing is subsidized off the coast of Africa. I thought it was a good point and how that this sort of uh yeah you know, fucks up the African fishing industry and all this stuff. But one thing that you know it's the sort of thing that you think that would be worth mentioning because I know it's, it's obvious but like this is the result of trade agreements that this it's not like they're just going in and fishing it's because like the governments of these countries have like explicitly allowed this to happen and so there's a mention of like oh it's the plundering of the african continent or whatever still but it feels like it just doesn't feel like that's so much a fishing issue in a way like it's a point and it's tangential but it feels like more of a like you know economic kind of criticism that are like a broader of like trade agreements between rich and poor countries and that's interesting it doesn't really touch on it or go into deeper so it just feels like this very surface level the europeans are coming in here and they're fucking fishing and fuck them instead of like this more i know it's like it's more interesting that way i think yeah um, i i mean i think we're probably i don't like I know I am someone who sort of craves nuance and interesting argument, but I don't. I don't think that sells. And uh, you know, the thing is with this documentary, it's been widely watched 
very popular and even if the tone and stuff is criticized it probably has like cut through and stuff like that but yeah the, the other thing with like china as well is like china like puts a lot of money to africa yeah um and, and this is what they get out of it is this sort of thing these yeah. trade agreements and also you know yeah it's like soft power Afri- and- africa wi- and africa will be the new china in the sense that from our perspective in the sense that like it will no longer be we'll no longer have made in china stuff in like i'd say 20 years 30 years it'll be made in nigeria yeah. made in kenya made in sierra leone wherever um so yeah like china's building loads of in, like just helping governments build infrastructure there you know which is partly because possibly china wants to have friends for when they inevitably yeah. go <laughs> full well, I think it's yeah crazy um, <laughs> i think it's because they know that transition's happening and so they kind of want a, a peaceful passover to it of like we're no longer going to be the cheapest you know we're no longer going to be the cheapest country to make it in you know their standard of living is skyrocketing going massively um you know due to their policies and stuff uh and they're just aware that like when we're passing the baton we better be friends yeah that sort of thing and Uh, the the one thing that sorry just get back to the film more directly um one thing that really fucking annoyed me is that he's like what is sustainable fishing what is sustainable what does that mean what does that mean What, what are you talking about and it's uh and he has like a he goes to the european union to some like greek guy and the greek guy explains in like a, a dumb shit like oh i'm explaining this to a 10 year old child analogy like imagine you're in a bank and the your money earns interest and if you only spend interest that is sustainable once you spend capital that is no longer and the guy's like walks away like it's and that's what the definition of like sustainable is is that um fishing that's the term that's like basically the definition they use uh and the guy walks away from that meeting having it been explained in like dumb shit moron terms like there's just no definition there's just no definition whatsoever it doesn't exist it's like just there's there's moments like that where like the rhetoric of the film fails like it kind of you know like like if you're if you're paying attention and you aren't a fucking moron you go like what the fuck what? <laughs> what, what, the, what are you saying? You just had someone explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, that's the thing. Um, I guess, yeah, it, it, it's kind of, like, interesting with... It would have been interesting to, like, it's just... I feel like the socio-political stuff that's left out with, like, that focus on East Asia. One thing I will say is when they talk about um, the like prawns and what what country is it in is it thailand or myanmar or somewhere that and just where the guy was like you've heard of blood diamonds but now you've heard of blood shrimp and i just burst yeah. out laughing it's like you're a fucking i don't yeah um which exactly. is so so funny um uh, be that like i've got what you do man i've got the the rosses outside where i live there's just like police cars and ambulances going past all the time i mean i saw 
I heard a car crash just outside my window, and then the police arresting the guy, I think, for drunk driving. So just police cars everywhere. Classic Scotland. Yeah. Um, It would have been more interesting to have, like, you know, especially when the guy's British, to talk about British fishing. Um, And, like, I want... There's still, because it's, like... I'd be more interested in, like, having scientists and experts also talk about, like, the salmon farming mm-hmm. than, like... Because, um, like, just having, like, one whistleblower is, like... It's it's evidence and thing, but is it, like... You still don't... You still question, like, the legitimacy of it. But especially when, like, we just had Brexit. And considering it's, like, 0.01% of what Brexit was and our agreements with the Europe was... We've heard so fucking much about fishing, and yet, for a British documentarian to then not talk about British fishing when it's been such a focus of Brexit just seemed a bit weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's a, yeah, there, there, it, yeah, especially like the EU trade agreement, what that actually means. But I suppose, I think maybe, maybe the reality is that the EU, I don't know. I I did something I I did a bit of reading on whatever but maybe the EU does keep things pretty wrapped up well like maybe EU fisheries are like sustainably managed and it wouldn't really jive with the uh general arguments and that's and so instead that's that's kind of yeah sort of my problem of part of the documentary is just like focusing on the worst of the worst which is obviously, you know, Japan just not giving a shit, like chopping whales and dolphins to bits, which is fucking horrible. And like, you know, that scene where you kind of see it is fucking horrible. Um, and you know that should be condemned, but it's 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 one of the things of like saying, oh, you should go vegan because of this. I think. I don't, it, it's like saying insert metaphor about I don't know but you know what I mean it's it's like such yeah, an extreme yeah, yeah. example yeah it, and it is especially because well, sort of what you were saying earlier like there's a global this film is covers sort of a you know it covers the globe it covers everything and yeah it does feel like um, you know like what are the rates you know so um you know, it talks about illegal fishing. Well, how much, how much illegal fishing occurs in EU waters? Yeah. If I buy fish that come that I know comes from EU waters, what are the chances of it being illegal and a result of overfishing and a death and like unsustainably fished? The film doesn't answer those questions. And if you want to say you should never fucking eat fish ever again, that's the sort of question that as a you know EU consumer or a wasn't EU, a UK consumer. Um, you know that sort of thing that w- I would need to see to like really sway me and go like, oh no, actually UK fish is all fucking stolen from the Caribbean. That'd be like, oh fuck, that I'm gonna stop eating my occasional monkfish. <laughs> the only real fish I eat very when I'm in a restaurant. Just think of the blood shrimp. The blood shrimp man, and that's also that's the other thing. Sorry, he goes so he goes to the island where apparently they're all slave ships. Um, People working on fishing ships that are slaves, 
and uh, he interviews a guy, and it seems like pretty fucking harrowing. It feels pretty, it feels pretty bad. But it's just like, but then we got a tip off. The police were coming, and so we had to leave. And then it's they're driving away, and they and they, it's just like. Well, like again, it's just you're just saying this. There's no nothing. Like who tipped you off? How did this process happen? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Is it? Can you have someone on camera saying, like your local guide saying, yeah, the police are coming? Like it's just unconvincing to have a guy say, oh fuck, we need to, we had to leave then because the police were coming, and they have one shot of a car driving past them and like police sirens, and it lasts for like maybe three seconds. And if you aren't watching, you'll notice that, like, like it, you have to sort of look. But uh, the car driving past is just a car. The police sirens are, like, in the distance. You just kind of see them together on the screen. The first time I watched them, it was like, that was the police driving by. But it was only the second time that I watched it, I was like, wait a minute. That's just a fucking car. They just recorded a car going past and were like, the fucking police were after us. It's like, what the fuck? It's just, you know? Like, it's moments like that. You just talk to a fucking slave. You claim to have just talked to a fucking slave, and you were injecting this, like, lie, this bullshit into it to try and make some, like, to make, I don't know, try and make yourself, like, a fucking Jason Bourne action star. Uh, yeah. And what that, I mean, that's the other thing of, like, the global problem, where essentially this film's like, no one should ever eat fish again. But when you have that focus, especially, you know, as a UK viewer, that's something we can feasibly do in the UK because I think we've got the highest percentage of vegetarians and vegans in the world. And, like, even fucking Iceland, which is, like, by me, which is, like, the lowest of the low, shop-wise, like, scum to most people. And, like, Lidl and Aldi, do they've got pretty extensive, like, vegetarian and vegan sections now yeah. because it's, like, so normalised. But, like, the countries, especially, like, East Asia and Africa, like, there are communities that are reliant on fishing, and, like, it's pretty much their only source of protein. And that was the thing with they my... They go to one. The what? The Faroe Islands. They go to the Faroe Islands to see the grind, the whaling. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the Faroe Islands are a fucking wasteland. It's the tundra. Shit does not grow there. They don't have trees, they don't have animals... This is how they eat. Like this is this is their cult. Like you know, this is it, there's a cultural element to it, and it's like they probably kind of really enjoy having that food, having that meat. Um, you know, it's uh, that sort of thing. It's um, I, yeah, I love that guy. He talks to some guy, and the guy just isn't having any of his bullshit, and it's just like, if you want to be vegan, be vegan. But if you're gonna tell me not to eat fish and you're eating any form of meat, go yourself yeah uh which is cool i liked him uh um be it yeah, like my friend my flatmate that i brought up who's who's pescatarian because he's type 1 diabetic like so you know doctors have said no you should definitely keep eating fish because it's just like you need protein and it's the best source of protein you're gonna get and there are like alternatives but still from, like, you know, most doctors and things, and the fact that it's, it's like, 
still a lot of people say eating fish every now and then is very good for you and you know protein is still an incredibly important part of humans diets i mean that from an evolutionary perspective the reason why one of the theories of why humans essentially got intelligent was they started eating meat which meant that the extra protein and energy could you know grow brain function and things and the fact that um the average height of humans and size of humans in the last sort of 300 years has absolutely skyrocketed it's because don't bring up height around me bro oh yeah it's very sensitive topic we're both <laughs> sort of imagine short. imagine imagine how imagine how short i'd be in fucking yeah in like like, like, like 17th century france like oh, if, if you were in the potato like famine oh man oh don't even oh fuck you wouldn't have oh, scraped man. five foot i mean oh, i wouldn't have i wouldn't have and going over to america hopefully oh assuming i didn't die going over to america for work where the yeah people have been eating barbecue and they're all big boys and going over and just being oh you see why americans really latched on to the whole leprechaun thing <laughs> maybe that's why they're like, oh, all these Irish people are so fucking short. They're just tiny. Because we're just malnourished. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, but just sorry, just talking about the whole fish thing and doctors saying, yeah, eat fish uh, for like nutrients and stuff. Um, did you see? Um, there's, I read an article about it like a while back. But uh, there's like a YouTube, Instagram, vegan influencer kind of a... Uh, community. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, and they were um, there was like a bunch of like big name vegans or whatever and then the course of like three months or something like five I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass but this is roughly the story uh, like five of the top uh, vegan uh, influencers were found to be eating fish and it like caused like a meltdown in the community. Like people started freaking out. People were like sending them death threats and shit and stuff like that. And in all of their cases, they were like, "Yeah, our doctor, like my doctor, told me I was like severely anemic because I was eating nothing but fruit and like broccoli, <laughs> and like that isn't enough to live." Uh, and so he said, "You have to start eating some form of uh, some form of animal product." Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. Well, I mean, that... but then the idea, the idea of like having to secretly, shamefully eat fish, and then if your job is being a fucking vegan influencer, having to lie to your adoring fans, live two lives, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, like I'm sure, like there will be good enough alternatives, like eventually, and. um you know, I, th- I there's like, you know, fake burgers and things that are, and laboratory based meat could be really interesting. But these are sort of are like maybe twenty, thirty years down the line, maybe not even that soon. So yeah, just like most people probably are gonna have to eat animal products, especially can you know yeah. what what do you feed your baby? Milk. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean that's I mean that's that comes from women then. Yeah, and women are <laughs> animals. Yeah, the um, strictly speaking, you're correct. So exactly. No one's no one gonna say like, actually, actually, ma'am, I'm being factually correct. 
Um, you the, you don't have Instagram, do you? No, I do not. Um, but I like posted on Instagram the other day. Um, there was like a I just saw stumbled across it. There was something from like Vegan UK or oh, what was it called like Angry Vegan or something? Accidentally Vegan UK. Um, and they like post a re angry thing, being like, I can't believe in the the plant based and vegetarian section there were chicken and plant burgers. And like if you got if you got fooled by this, I'm so sorry. And I just sort of posted, how could you possibly like? I feel really sorry for the people getting duped by this, whilst like zooming in on the picture of the chicken and the fact it says chicken burger. <laughs> and it's just like and yeah. just all the comments are like so angry being like I'm going to write to Tesco this is an outrage you shouldn't be putting chicken in the fucking plant based and vegetarian section because it's not plant based and like maybe it is maybe there's more plants than chicken who knows yeah, yeah. even in the box that it, like that that could that could be more of a solution is like bulking out yeah. products with you know um, like, uh, but yeah, I mean, like the one thing that pisses me off. Oh, you go, you go first. Oh, I was just gonna say, I like admittedly, I eat way too much meat. I'm trying to like be kind of good and pretty much mainly eat chicken because it's much better for the environment than pork and beef. Like beef's horrible for the environment, but pork um, is actually pretty. Pork is fine. I think pork is similar of, to chicken. Yeah. Beef is the really bad one. Yeah, so beef's really bad. I think this is like one of not quite a catch 22 but like battery farm chickens is like actually pretty decent for the environment but like oh is it i had no idea yeah so yeah probably because you're using fuck all space yeah so like it's an interesting one because like free range chickens are like quite tangibly worse for the environment they're still not like it's still nowhere near beef but like free-range chickens are worse for the environment than battery farm chickens um so this is like the best yeah. um the th- where i found out it's like the um that greg wallace did a horizon with uh hannah fry what a weird combo but i love it hannah fry sexiest woman in the world i'm claiming that now uh any relation to Stephen? no she's uh, she's like um a maths professor at ucl so just lo- does okay. like loads of maths uh, shows and stuff. I went. Um, she did a lecture at University of Manchester once, and uh, so I went to go watch that. And it was the same day I had a colonoscopy. I was that excited Ooh. to go. I still went and watched after I'd had a colonoscopy. After, if you had it before, before is before. Like I wouldn't, you know, it's it, like before would be like I need to cheer myself up before my colonoscopy. Afterwards is uh, brave. Yeah, well, that I I originally thought I'm I'm not going to go because I'm not going to be in a fit state. Colonoscopies, it, you recover fine. Before it would have been worse because like you have to fast for 24 hours, and that's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's worse than the actual like colonoscopy. I think you you have laxatives and you fast. The actual colonoscopy itself is genuinely people talk about traveling as like opening up their horizons opening up their minds if you want to do that have a colonoscopy because you will see your own internal organs on a screen that is an experience that i don't think yeah, yeah, you can yeah, like yeah. 
you you can't like comprehend that like i've i've seen more of the surface of the moon than my own insides yeah I think how close my insides are, and think how far away the moon is. Yeah, so it, it's it's like genuinely super surreal experience. Tube goes up your ass, but you're like watching it, and like it will take like samples and as, it, like, as it does. It clamps down, but you don't feel anything. But you're like that's inside me, and it's just like a trippy experience. So I yeah, I yeah. genuinely like recommend it as like a way of don't get an endoscopy though, because. Like, because I was like living in Manchester. Is an endoscopy the down mouth? the throat? Actually, yeah. Oh, I've, had, like I've had two, and it was worse the second time because I knew what was coming. Um, like I, the, the the second so one, you I tensed had, up and like, yeah, and you just oh, like oh. you just gag like crazy. And the, like the second one, I just had a nurse essentially like I think her only duty was essentially to like stroke my hair and like. <laughs> dab my tears strolling out my eyes because oh. I was just having such a horrible t- like it only lasts like three or four minutes but maybe not even Still. that but it's just horrible um, and that's only eight hours of fasting but like yeah the actual colonoscopy because like you just, it, there's like doctors there you're just talking to them I was trying to like just just chat to them and it's just like a weird thing um, yeah, to talk during the endoscopy? You, yeah, you talk during the endoscopy. Really? Can you, well, I, can you talk with a tube in your fucking Oh, mouth? no, colonoscopy. I mean, you can't talk during oh. endoscopy, no. Um, but, yeah, but I had to do it completely sober as well. Like, most people, like, get them get fucked on painkillers. Well, not painkillers, but, like, uh, anesthetics. But because I was yeah. living in Manchester and had to get the bus home, I couldn't, so... <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. The, uh, you, the Hannah Fry and like Greg Wallace documentary, which was like, it wasn't even a documentary. It was just like um, it's like a like a cooking show kind of thing where they just got like select like Sarah Pascoe and Desiree Birch were one of them, um, and they were just like pick uh, a, like a starter a main course and a pudding, um, and then we'll tell you like the environmental impact each like meal had just a kind of like a fun way of like doing it and they talked about the battery farm thing and i'm like that's the fucking nuance i love of just like these yeah. things don't it, it's not like perfect there's a trade-off like yeah the one thing's better for the environment but it's more morally questionable like battery farm chickens than free-range chicken which is worse for the environment but definitely probably morally better um and i think that that's interesting and because it came from like, yeah and it's know, just this it's this Oh, sorry, you finished. Oh, it, it, it came from a place of like, you know, because it's Horizon, it's like science-led. So, you know, it, it's Greg Wallace just being Greg Wallace and being like, oh, that's really fucking interesting. As Hannah Fry is like, oh, yeah, this has got loads of fucking methane. It's like, yeah, beef's really bad. Uh, it was basically the moral from that show. It's like, beef is fucked. Yeah. Um, but I'd much, like, that was... I think yeah. better in terms of like giving sort of nuanced messages and like maybe changing people's minds and doing it in just like a fun light hearted way but it was quite interesting yeah I think yeah I think just the the sort of what I said at the start it's just that the, like when I think this applies to a lot of things but when people are like really really convinced of their like moral superiority and 
you know, maybe other people are kind of less convinced and there's this disconnect between like, you know, in this case, you have to stop eating fish right now. And like, nah, maybe there are sustainable ways of eating fish. When there's that disconnect, it seems like the sort of the, the uh, moralizing people are willing to sort of just you know be more be misleading sort of uh you know play fast and loose with the with facts play um with the, play fast and loose with with the, the general narrative sort of thing uh it's willing to sort of uh not include certain sources willing to smear sources i do think i felt bad for the charities they talk to in these interviews because th that's where i think he really comes across like an absolute fucking knobhead is um, there's one guy who seemed like just quite open. He he was talking about the dolphin safe tuna, and they did the, like dolphin safe accreditation. And he seemed like the way these interviews work is that they interview them for like four fucking hours, and then they get like there's some bite, clip it out, and they're gone. And like these things all generally happen towards the end. People are tired. There's like no fuck. Like I just want you to like I'm tired. I'm talking for with you for like two hours, whatever. Um. And so that's when they're more likely to fuck up. And the guy just seemed pretty candid. Like, listen, it's an imperfect process. We send people on board. You know, they they review the catch. Uh, we have in the, you know, a process. It's imperfect. Like, uh, is it plausible that someone's cheating it? Yes. Do we try and make it so that people aren't cheating it? Yes. Can we, like, provide, like, a 1,000% guarantee no, because that's the way the world is. Can we uh, apply, guarantee a certain level of dolphin safeness? Yes, we can. And this is sort of you know clipped out as like, they can't even guarantee that it's dolphin safe. I was like, this is a dude who's like probably fucking dedicating his life to, you know, saving the dolphins. He probably gives yeah. a massive fuck about dolphins not being cautious. And it's just presented as this like, wow, what a fucking knobhead, what a piece of shit, what a loser. And then similarly for the, um, uh, you know, there's a canned fish of like a safe tick of like, there's no bycatch, safe tick thing. And uh, they interview someone, or no, he tries to get an interview with them, I think, and he fails or something like that. Um, and there's just sort of this hand waving, like, well, the blue tick accreditation they get most of their funding from companies paying for their accreditation so they're paid by the fishing industry it's like yeah they're an industry connected charity like that's how that fucking works you know it's like you can't just say oh they're being paid by the fishing things it's like no it's more it's more detailed than that. Like, yes, if a particular study is being paid for a certain like or something like that, but like an NGO nonprofit thing, it's like no. Like it needs you need more. Oh, and stuff like that where the film is just like bullshit wrong. And for every single shocking fact that is a fact that they present, like the fact that um, you know, shark populations are down like fucking eighty percent minimum since like uh, the nineteen seventies. That's fucking shocking, but it's so hard for me to not just be constantly thinking, 
you fucking knobhead. Treat these people with a modicum of respect. Treat them with the respect that you treat like a fucking salmon. <laughs> yeah. No, I bet he mouth fucks salmon. But he does. You see, he Googles the way he fucking Googles shish. The way he like he Googles, he like puts his hood up and he was like doing like <laughs> those shots where they're like, oh, we're doing like secret Googling. Like he's hacking into the fucking the mainframe. Like, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like it's, it's, it's moments like that where like this film is so dramatized. This documentary is so dramatized with like how uh, shit like that. It's like fucking, you're Googling. Just, just, you know, I don't even need a fucking shot of you Googling. What a shitty documentary of like, yeah, here's me Googling something right now. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think that's the thing is like, because Louis Theroux as well is like so popular and, and successful, like people try and emulate it, but just don't understand what Louis Theroux does mm. as well. Where... Well, I think what Louis, I don't know. Do you think this was emulating Louis Theroux? I didn't really see that. I think no, but in terms of like, there there'll be elements of it where it's like trying to sort of interview and the, the where the documentarian is like the protagonist. Yes, as well. Okay, like yeah, it's not yeah, as it like involved, but like if you you talk about that kind of like investigative documentary where the documentarian is the protagonist, like that's pretty synonymous with Louis Theroux. I'm not saying yes. this is trying to be, the, you know, it, it's starkly different to like a Louis Theroux thing but shoving yourself into it when you didn't have to be does feel like I'm trying to be Louis Theroux kind of thing yeah especially when it's like that where like a lot of the facts are just sort of googleable it's like presenting facts you're not really finding like he went and found stuff out but it wasn't didn't really no it it, didn't really at all actually yeah it's not Um, like one sort of like comparing that to um, the documentary I listened to that's on radio, that's really good. It's like the missing crypto queen. Um, it's like you you know about cryptocurrencies. What's her name? It was like one coin. I don't know about her, but one coin. Yeah. What is it? I don't know that there's Bitcoin, Ethereum. <laughs> but no, it was uh, a whole it was a whole massive like scam, as a lot of them were. But. Um, she just like disappeared off the face of the earth one day and so it was just like this documentary being like let's like try and find her i guess and um it it like works really well because at one point they go to like a kind of like one coin conference with like loads of people like who would have known her are there and it's like they're genuinely like you know it it might have been like perfectly safe and and fine. Nothing was ever going to happen to them, probably. But like, they're still like they were tense and uneasy, and they were like, "Turn off your like Wi-Fi. We've got to use like three G in here because this is gonna like we just don't want to be tracked." And like, it kind of like felt more because they are trying to find something out that isn't Googleable. You can't just Google where is the missing crypto coin, um, and they were. You know, it's kind of, put, but it it makes sense for like the documentarian in that situation, because we want to feed off their curiosity and things, um, and that's where it doesn't work from it. Like, yeah, certain documentaries are biased, and that's like fine. Like I've watched, like, 
I really like YouTube videos about multi-level marketing schemes. And obviously they're biased. <laughs> they're like, this guy's a cunt, this guy's a cunt. And they're like, evidence it and things. And I'm not really on board with that kind of thing. But, um, that, yeah. I don't know. It, it just doesn't work as like a, a Netflix thing. Like this thing. Yeah. And, uh, and like, it's just, it's... Cause it, I, I just think it's a, I just think it's a low quality inter- documentary, but on a worthwhile topic and worth good points. And like it's it's. Um, I I think how should I put it? I think as. I think it would be a lot more boring, if it was more nuanced. Yeah. Like I think if they interviewed like people, I think it would be worse from that perspective. I yeah, think, it wouldn't, like, at least it wouldn't I be found, the most watched thing on Netflix. This, exactly. I think I found this interesting from at least a, like, like, this is clearly, like, this man is just fucking lying about being placed, chased by the police. And it's, like, interesting on that level. But, um, yeah, like, I just feel, I, I feel like this is the sort of thing that's probably better suited to, like, a news night or Panorama or CNN kind of thing like it like it you know it's only an hour and a half if you got rid of the bullshit it would probably be an hour it's the sort of thing that could probably be condensed into a, a you know a dry but informative uh news piece and it probably and i think it would be better for it. I, I think we'd be better from like a factual perspective um i think yeah maybe it would have less reach you could say but uh, I don't know. I personally think that facts tends to trump other things, in my opinion. I think. Uh, You'd hope I know. So, I feel like that's an important thing. It's, my, it's yeah. The nature of the world at the moment is, I guess, like that. That's one of the things with like Twitter is the tweets that get the most traction are ones that are angry, um, mm. and emotive, and unfortunately, like emotions and opinion unfortunately do trump facts um but yeah like a panorama i need to watch more panoramas i always enjoy them when i watch them um but yeah so if if like a bbc had done a thing on this it probably isn't uk centric but like the bbc you know would probably uh, you'd probably get an in-depth one about scottish salmon farming which would be interesting yeah. do you know what would be really fucking good it would be uh um or do, do you know what's probably a better kind of a like in in terms of I don't know um, a planet Earth a planet Earth that shifts the focus make it a little bit more uh, you know uh, about the environment because I know if you watch a thing of planet Earth like here's some beautiful fucking animals and then at the end there's like by the way all of these are fucking dying because of climate change if um if if it combined those uh, BBC thing that combined that sort of footage with a, a yeah a stronger kind of presenter narrative kind of thing of being like hey fishing's fucked um, and I, I think I think that that would kind of combine interest and just being actually factual and good and kind of having this reach like I don't think it's impossible to stick to reality and make something good and engaging. Um, it's certainly maybe easier 
to just be like, yeah, fuck it, we'll we'll say that sh- we'll say fish are dying by 2048, and yeah, it's a bullshit study, but yeah, who gives a fuck? Um, you know, may- okay, maybe that's easier to keep things uh, to g- gain a mass audience, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, nah, agree, agree. Um, I could probably wrap Netflix up, should though. hire me. Netflix should hire you. Yeah. yeah, it's like like they do. Netflix do make some decent, like the rotten series and and stuff. I think is a lot more. Like I, I was watching after the conspiracy, and I watched one of the episodes of Rotten, which is about um, a bit on like the Flint water crisis and and Nestle mm-hmm. in general, and like you know, it it kind of obviously has like we want to tell you Nestle is fucked, but like does present it with like facts in the interview it, it interviews like a range of people so you know interview someone on nestle's side kind of because it's you know it has an agenda but it it feels more nuanced and balanced than just presenting facts yeah. and that's better the problem is it's better for me to digest but yeah is it better for like, the, the amount of like yeah. traction and that seaspiracy's brought and it probably has like changed people's opinions yeah uh, it is. I do think. I do think. I would still like kind of recommend it to people. And yeah. Just be like, just don't, just don't, just when he's saying he's being chased by the police, he's clearly fucking lying. Keep that in your head. When he talks to the Greek man who says there's no that he defines sustainable fishing for him and then says there's no such thing as sustainable fish, and like be aware that there are people who like are scientists who disagree with him, disagree and say no. Like there's fishery science as a subject that you can do and these people manage fisheries certainly in the eu um probably in most you know uh like western countries most countries of particular uh, opec countries or whatever uh, you probably see lash but um yeah i think uh yeah i don't know so i guess my feelings are mixed on it um uh uh, yeah, I think I'd say the facts are good, but the, do- the the things that are factual are good in this, but the documentary is kind of uh, dog shit. Yeah. Um, the yeah. documentary tying all those things together are dog shish. Um, yeah, I, I, and that, that's the thing. It's like you can separate the, the criticism from, um, you know, the, the means from the ends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um which makes sense. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, man. I think maybe good. we I haven't been hit, fucking. I think we've hit a. Yeah, we've we've got we've done a deep dive. Hey, that's deep like dive, water. Like hey. water. Yeah. Um. That's a joke. That's our joke quote now. Exactly. This is a comedy podcast. Who knows? It's it's it's, no, it's a it's a lovely conversation. Yeah, that's, that's all I get. That's, that's it all anymore. it is, isn't it? If if we want if we want to be funny, we should what stop watching shit about documentaries about overfishing and said, I don't know, watch some Hindi comedies and see what the fuck they're like. I don't know. <laughs> Just reach out. Reach out to the, the annals of Netflix and see what they have. But anyway, Figure it out. Or, or just whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I um, think it is quite interesting to watch the popular stuff because there's like you get other people's takes on it. Like with that, you get like a New York Times article and uh, yeah. stuff. As if we watch we do watch fair, some fair. completely random thing it's yeah. like who who gives a fuck um yeah. although fair. it can be fun um yeah let's wrap it 
up. Anything you, last thing you want to say? Uh, no, I mean, I think I'm a Gucci watcher. Crumb. That's a very good documentary about a cartoonist. If you're in the mood for a better documentary, watch Crumb. Um, I'm going to say don't watch it because we've got mice and crumbs are offensive to me. No, that's, that sounds fine. I'm sure it's great. I'm babbling. Right, let's fuck off. Fuck off, audience. Fuck off, Rob. I'm, I'm stopping recording. Bye.